It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 16. Pull up a chair and join us. Uh, this is, again, a spoiler-free episode. We may talk about some things, but we're not going to, like, anything that was, like, a big reveal or a major, huge story plot point, I think we're going to try to try to not spoil anyone. Um, we may talk a little bit more about zones or, or whatnot, so, I mean, there might be minor spoilers, but I think we're pretty much going to stay away from the major spoilers. On the menu tonight, announcing the next Letter from the producer, number 23. Thank you, whoever typed this in the notes and didn't use the Roman numerals, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dumb. Uh, winners of the Heaven's Word Free Company Recruitment Video Contest. The new Alexander Preview video. Rubicon will give his Heaven's Word observations, and I'm sure we'll both, not all three of us won't stop talking. Probably not. And there's a lot of developer tracker to go through. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? We're going to start with Ruby. Hey, I'm back. Welcome hey, back. What did you do? <laughs> where have you been? I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I've been behind. That's where I've been. You know, I went out of town, visited some family, visited some friends, had a great time, and then had to get my ass caught up in the story. So that's what I did this past week. Sin and I finally beat the Heavensward story. I think we took it down somewhere middle of the day Sunday. So that was fantastic. I was feeling really, really behind as I was going through the story. There's about a turning point, I'd say, about the three-fourths mark when you you figure out where everybody's been. It's like, where everybody left Mordona. Where did everybody go? Well, then you find it, and then the story just kind of snowballs after that. You get to the end of it. And then when you beat it, you realize you're not really, really that far behind because you get a little bit of tombstones of law right at the end there once you've hit 60. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get some gear, so I'm up to eye level uh, 154, which isn't great, but it's it's happening fast as I do hunts and more of the expert dungeons. And then running one of the dungeons, I got the, um, I guess it was the the great library, I got the Biblos card. Woo. Very nice. cool. So that was all right. I did run into a lot of triple triad people on my quest through the story, which distracted me greatly as I tried to progress. And I was like, no, I'm going to beat him like three times and then I'll walk away. I didn't get any cards from those guys, but but I'll be back. I'll be back. So that was my week. How about Carrie? Carrie, what's what you doing? Um, I upgraded... Pretty much... I, I ran dungeons like a crazy person. And I got... Um, my I-170 in every slot, I-170 or better, in every slot, I have one pesky 160 ring, but I need to upgrade my other ring to what I-180 before I can make my second ring I-170. So mm-hmm. I'm stuck there, but um, after I do some hunts when we're done podcasting tonight, I'll be able to hopefully go get that. So that'll be great. Um, I did Bismarck X. Uh, extreme a couple times. I did not win, but I got some excellent practice. We got through um, the ads a couple times and, you know, figured out the tank swaps. And um, that's that. Um, I can't wait to get back in there and beat it because I'd really like to try Ravana Extreme soon. Um, I did hunts every day and I started leveling my bard and my warrior and I got a couple levels in my miner and my botanist and my fisher. So I, I've been 
I've been just hitting everything all across the board as much as possible. <laughs> How about you, Yelta? Um, I didn't get as many blue items as you. I think I've got three accessories left. And I already upgraded one of the rings preemptively knowing that that's what was going to happen. Um, I got my miner up to 54. I think my fisherman's 52. I, I tried crafting like one item and I decided I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> and I was uh, with you in a couple of those Bismarcky X's. And those are that's an interesting fight. And I really uh, both times I've gone in with different groups. It's pretty much we went in for the full timer or whatever. And then we were done. And I, I'm like, man, I now I want to just keep going. But yep, group, groups didn't want to continue. So I also I, I've done the daily hunts every day. I haven't really bothered with the big hunts. But um, and then I got my white mage to 56. Seven, and then you and I did the exciting career, and I did the exciting fate grind from uh, fifty to fifty-one. What you did, Marauder, and I did Scholar. I tried to do Warrior, warrior. yes, Warrior, and I did Scholar. Yeah, tried because you can't even see all the mobs. No, the fate grind has gotten so much worse than when we talked about it last time. Even, yeah, I mean, you can't even see mobs. I mean, I turned off everything I could think of to make them more visible to me, and the mobs are damn near impossible to see. Luckily, all you have to do is overpower or flash or AOE, and you don't even have to see things in order to get credit, which is. I say luckily, but it's disgusting. But but there's no other good way to get from 150 to 151 or 150, 50 to 51. I was looking at Ruby's eye 154. So, um, yeah, there's no good way to get from 50 to 51 if you've done all the quests on your first character. So, you know, I mean, you could do you could do leaves, I suppose, but I, see, I want to save my leaves for crafting and gathering. Exactly. So, so kind of my thing, much end so... up it's either fate grind leaves or you just kill things randomly. I, I don't know. Um, I suppose your hunts could help. But well, yeah, that's how I got my white mage from 50 to 51 was pretty much hunts. OK, but and I think uh, I did low level roulette on her or something and you get a pretty nice bonus but yeah it's they i I don't some of us were talking about it last night we had other people in hunts were like can i join your hunt party and then they're like can we come talk to you in team speak or fake grand party not hunt party or fake grand party yeah sorry fake grand party and it's like we were talking it's like there's almost this little gap where they're like hmm we don't want we don't want you to spend all your time in old content we want you to play the new content while still sending you to the old content to help other people through, but there's not like, I want to go to like the level 50 dungeon. Like even if it was the like last level 50 dungeons, last three. Yes. Let's say that, let's say that was the only ones you could get your XP to keep going or something, but it's like, oh, anything's got to be better than fate grinding. But anyway, yeah. So I, that's also what I did this week is I complained a little bit about a couple of minor and this is still pretty minor, but Minor downsides of uh, the Heavensward expansion. All right, first round news. There will be a letter from the producer live, part 23. That's It's on Friday at 4 a.m. Pacific time. What is that, 6? 6, Six our time, yep. Yeah, I'm... Well, it's Friday. Maybe I'll get up. But it'll be in Japanese. Does it say anywhere that this is going to be in English, too? Mm, they'll probably do... Because they're taking questions. They'll probably oh, they'll do, do that- the... 
the digest thing, you know, Matt Bayone, Bayone will um, translate the stuff. Um, but no, I'm not waking up for this. Well, well, oh, it's and it's all it's all questions. Yeah. And yeah. you know you won't wake up for it. You'll stay up for it. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm not going to stay up for it. I'll read it on my break at work. There you go. All right. But yeah, it is. There is a link. Uh, if you go to the uh, Lodestone, there's a place to submit your questions. There's a designated thread or a Twitter account. And the themes are is is the theme is just exploring patch 3.0. Why do they call it patch 3.0? Why don't they say the heavensward expansion? Expansion, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Me being nitpicky. Okay, ask... Le- oh, that was the next thing. Ask questions for the live letter. And, uh... Oh, and if you're using Twitter, do it to at FFXIV, FF underscore XIV underscore EN, and use the XIV live hashtag. So that's that. They did announce the winners of the Heavensward Free Company Recruitment Video Contest. There were lots and lots of winners. Oh my gosh, there's a ton. They did them by uh, by data center. And like, I can't even see all of the winners on one data center on my screen. I honestly did not look at any of them. I opened, did anybody check any of them out? I, uh-uh. I opened the couple on our server. And I didn't even okay. watch them fully. I just started one and I heard like, um, what's his name? Hildebrand music. And I went, okay, I don't care about this. So I turned it back up. I mean, they probably <laughs> did a really great job. I am not putting that down. I just, there, there's three from ours that won on Excalibur. It's the Eternal Garden, Please Be Careful, and Dragon God Night King. So th- those were our winners and congratulations. What did they get? Do we They got remember? a choker. They got a Mandragora choker. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. so, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. That's nice. You know, Excalibur has a lot of people on it. If, to only have three winners, there was only three entries. That, that had to have been the case. You think? I mean, no offense to these people. I'm sure they're great videos, but I think they were going to do like 10 winners from each server oh, tops. Wow. I don't even see uh, Gilgamesh looks like there's 10. Um... Yeah, Balmung has nine. Balmung has a lot. Yeah, yeah. Wait, people must have just not entered. They must not have entered. Well, we we kind of thought about it, but it never. Really... Yeah, but we felt like it was a conflict of interest because we're not recruiting. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. Uh, we're like, we I want one? all the chokers, and I'm sure the community team would have been happy to give us a choker, but, <laughs> but we didn't we, enter. We don't want you. <laughs> we don't want any people. No. Stay out. Uh, um what else oh the dungeon preview raid dungeon preview alexander uh, i watched this on my cell phone screen so i don't really have a lot to say it looks it looks gobliny guys it looks great it does yeah and i i'm a big goblin fan i think i mentioned it last week they're one of my favorite game monsters to play with so i i was very excited to see that it's going to be gobliny yeah, they're super cute. Um, it was a really cool look to it. It's like golden, um, of course, very clockworky, very I guess steampunky in a way. Steampunky. You got yeah. all the gears, you know, like gold gears. But there's a little bit of like a blue neony glow. So it's I wouldn't call it steampunk per se. There is some. It's I wouldn't call it elegant, but it, it there, there's some electric 
type element to it. So it had a really neat look. And then even at the end, we had a little bit of a gear preview. Yeah. Uh, the stuff. And it, it had shared the same look. Yeah. I'm not sure what I think about the music. What did you guys? I'll be honest. We... I listened at work. So, or I watched it at work. So I didn't get to see or listen to the music. But I watched the video and you were talking about the blue and what got me, and you mentioned the gear. What got me was like the weapons. Mm. They have yeah. that weird blue. Like the axe. Yeah, it looks, like it looks really blue. bizarre to me. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm a fan. But um, looking at the, the mobs and things that they show, they've got the, like those mechanical crabs and stuff. I don't know. They were so neat, you know, the, and the, just the different goblin technology that you would expect, which I thought was really, really super. Yeah. And models we haven't seen before. Exactly. I don't think they gave us a full look at some of those robots, but you, you saw turrets at the bottom of them or on the sides of them. And, and these are models I haven't seen currently in the game. No, it looks new to me. Yeah. Yelta, you mentioned the music. I, I actually like the music to it. It has, it does have a robot-y, uh, electric, electronic sound, but it, the difference to me when you listen to, say, Azizla's music uh, in the Heavensward expansion, where it's very, like, robot-y and, like, kick-assy robot, I don't know, Ugh, it's hard for me to describe because I'm not doing a very good job of it, <laughs> but Azizla's like a kick-assy robot, this one is, like, more like, I'm energetic, I'm running, upbeat. I'm, I'm upbeat, I'm gonna beat robots. <laughs> I'm gonna I, sing that now the entire time we're in there tomorrow. Robots. I'm gonna beat robots. Yeah, and we're going in tomorrow because it starts this week. Yeah, well, and our, our our static doesn't actually run on Tuesdays, but um, I, uh, Career and I were talking and we were like, we want to do the pants on head blind run. Totally. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. It it will definitely be pants. I don't even know if I have a a good pair of pants to wear into Alexander yet. Working on some tomes, maybe I'll have a good pair to wear into it. I don't even know if we. Well, I guess there's not really an eye level requirement because we'll be going in as a full group. I'm definitely well, not even going to read anything tomorrow. You know, I, I don't want to know anything about it. I want to we'll go just in get blind. face rolled because you know people are going to be writing about it all over the place. Because people will be showing up there as soon as maintenance is done. Well, within, within an hour, there will be a well-known strat. And did you watch a video? Yes, and yeah. I don't want any part of that for my first run through in here. And my computer's locked up solid, and I can't see my other monitor. Oh, no. That's <laughs> gross. I, but I can still talk to you guys. So oh, we love I don't really understand. <laughs> yeah, that monitor just was like, nope. You were talking shit about Alexander and, and they, the goblins. And the, the technology. They took you down. Technology was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, what are we? Uh... Um, we were talking about, let's see, gear preview. Oh, next, we're going to talk about Ruby's observations of uh, Heavensward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to give my <laughs> observations. I did listen to last week's episode. Great episode. You were missing me. We were. But, <laughs> it, but it was a very good episode, and I was totally jealous that I was not able to give my observations. Partly, though, because it was hard for me to develop full observations until I had finished the game and had played all the aspects. So now that I'm here, I've beaten the game. I want to give my, my observations. Please chime in at any point. Um, with any discussion that you want to have. Uh, 
So um, I, I will try not to be spoilery other than maybe dropping some names to some places. Definitely no people. Um, like I said, we, we had a late start. So initially when we got into it, I was kind of bummed. Um, everybody else was far ahead. I think at one point we jumped in to help with like an airship build and we were like, what the hell is going on? I had no clue. It's like, ah, just give me back to the story. I need to finish. So we did our thing. We finished and you know, part of the, I was almost depressed and I, I kind of realized that the start of the game is super depressing. Like you get into the game and the mood for heaven's word is all like ice and snow and lonely. And then you've got that theme it's with the dark. opera singing girl yeah. and you're just like, Oh, so I was partially bummed out because I was behind, but partially the mood of the game was getting to me. And that's kind of a cool thing. Like I was feeling <laughs> like I'm the lone derp lander out here. No friends. Everybody's gone sort of, sort of thing. So that was that was really neat for me that I felt the story right from the get-go. And the story hits all the po- high points. Nothing is left out in this. Um, not to drop any names, but you get to see everybody. Any loose ends you thought from the end of the 2.0 storyline, you get right back to it. So they you're in you're in Ishgard and you're doing dragony stuff, and then they're like, Oh, we need to reel you back into the three cities, back into you know, the Aorzia you know and love, and, oh, go back to the dragons, and then, oh, we're going to reel you back in, let's let you talk to people in Limza, and let you let talk to people in Gridania. So you were hitting points, you were seeing new places, and just when you were about to make some breakthrough or just something happened, they reel you right back into the other story, and they meld them so well. So when you get to the very end of it, um, you get this nice harmonious feeling. No, it's not all harmonious at the end, which keeps you going, but you did get a nice harmony that um, that balances out. I would I would consider there's more than just two parts, but where you've got your Heaven's Word, Dragon, and Ishgard parts versus the other story. I think you're right, and I think I think we didn't talk about that really last week. But like how you mentioned the, I mean, it's really oppressively lonely at the beginning, and it's they they really make you feel that isolation of Ishgard. And not only just as a player level, but all the way up into um, the isolation, the weather, the, you know, dragon attacks, always at war. And then the isolation from the other um, companies, you know, the grand companies from the other city states. So and then when they start bringing them back into the story, like you said, it melds really, really nicely the way they go in and out and have you, okay, you're Ishgard, you're Ishgard, you're Ishgard, but okay, we really do need to go back and tie up loose ends and, you know, see what's going on with the rest of the storyline. So I I loved that they weaved in and out of that. And you reminded me of a part in the story, actually a very huge pivotal part. Um, that you return to one of the the major three cities to tie up some loose ends, and even the the I would guess the denouement or the resolution of that little bit of the story uh, when you see someone and everything quote unquote goes back to normal. I think you girls understand where I'm talking about. I that do. Early mm-hmm. on, everything kind of goes back to normal with like a handshake, but you know how much had been lost. And for things to go back to normal leaves you empty inside too. And it's like there's still an emptiness. Even when you finish the game and there is a harmony, there's still an emptiness to some of the characters that you're like, uh, 
there's still there's more there's a yearning to to know more well and that's that's what's so incredible is they've made us care so deeply about certain characters and about these locations and about the people that um even in your victory you feel that sadness and I know that that seems, you know, a little overdramatic, but it's true. You know, it's like these people are missing or, you know, the people who are there have lost something along the way, too. So it's just really. I was blown away by Heaven's Word. I really was. I thought it was beautifully done. Well, and even when you finish a quest or a quest line and the quest is complete, but you know it's not resolved. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know yeah. that there's still this, you know, this is still an issue and that's still an issue. And okay, we fix this, but what is it going to set off in the story? Mm-hmm. Yep. Very pleased with the story. Um, not so much pleased that they changed the voice actors. Oh, yes. Was real disappointed that Orianger's voice actor changed. Merle Webb bugged the shit out of me. Mer- Merle Webb's, it kind of got to me a little bit. Um, I liked the change of the, the Alamegan kind of got a little Scottish. I noticed I like that, that, yeah. Um, so that that was kind of cool. Um, most everybody else's voices, like um, Alphano, I thought Alphano was okay. Um, everybody else was all right. And the ones that they did keep... I love, but um, I loved, um, and I, I always butcher his name, um, uh, Enchefant, or whatever his name is, Enchefant. Or Enchefant. Yeah. yeah. He starts with an H, and you don't pronounce it, and ends yeah. with, you know. <laughs> I love his voice, and I love uh, Almerick's voice. So, you know, those those were some good ones, but, you know, and I think they must have known because when they changed to Rianger, because Rianger's, and forgive me, I forget the voice actor's name, but he was also um, in, in 12 as uh, Balthier, and he's a famous voice actor. Um, but, you know, I'm sure it's expensive to get these guys's, uh, to, these guys to, to act. Gideon Emery, apologize, his name is Gimery, Gideon Emery. Um, to, it costs money to get these guys on board, and there's probably a lot of voice act, voice act, acting that goes on in the game. They can't always hook them. This guy does a lot of other games, so I understand why they had to do what they did. Um, they didn't have a Rianger speak a whole lot, and I think because <laughs> it's such a blow. His voice was so good; it's such a blow to that. But yep. I, I, I don't know. Did if they probably didn't change the Japanese voice actors. They probably went top of the line, big money for Japanese right from the get go. And they probably kept the Japanese voice actors. That's my, that's my opinion. That may not be the case, but that may be what, what happened. I would, I would suspect that's what they did. Anyway, beyond that, um, they made me take my hat off in the church scene. I didn't like that. (laughs) That bothered me. I noticed it right away. I'm like, yep, no hat. You know, because I was going to wear my Pope outfit when I went, you know, in the church, and they made me take off my hat. Although, Yelta and I had a good time. We we stood in one of the chapels, and I blessed people, and Yelta was a naughty nun or something. She ran around, and um, we were blessing people as they came into the church. So that that was really fun. You had some fantastic pictures on Twitter. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> that, was, that, was that, that was really cute. Uh, there's a lot of cool gear. By the way, I, I love the looks of a lot of the uh, Heaven's Word gear. 
I am also a big fan of the fact that like our I-170 stuff, when we upgrade it, that it's it's the same gear, but it's dieable. And yes, and it's not ugly. It. No, I really enjoy my gear. I, I think it's there. There's some really unique sets. And th- this is going to be a this is kind of an absurd comment, but I can't believe how different they look in different colors. The same damn set of gear. I was yes. standing next to someone wearing my same outfit in in like a like it was probably the Dalamood red or something. And then there was someone else standing there in our friend Millie's favorite green. And, you know, there was a whole line of people in my gear set in different colors and they were just lined right up and they looked amazing and they all looked completely different and they all looked like, I don't know, personalized. It was really great. So I, some, some gear sets, when you dye them, things like the lapels or the sleeves or whatever, We'll take on another dye color, mm-hmm. another dye color that's in your set. Like, for example, some of my gear, the, the newest gear has a, uh, for healers, has a kind of a green trim, and it's marble green. And if I pair that just right, I can I can do that for the gloves and the boots and make, accessorize it. Cool. So I've, I've been having a good time kind of playing with the dyes and then seeing what the the outlying colors are and seeing if I can match that to the, the gloves and the boots. So, I, I mean, it's fun, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Cause I dyed the new, that new top, uh, the healer one, uh, a bright white, the, the pure white. And it just, it's so beautiful. It stands out and it's different than just a normal white because different things change. Very, very cool gear. Very happy with the gear. I'm also going to throw out there. My favorite thing that I just discovered is I was able to dye my sword and shield pink. Ooh. Best thing <laughs> ever. Oh my god, they're so cute. Kariri's the pink ranger. I am sure. I am I am the pink fierce little Lala tank. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> it 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 it's just so adorable and I was so happy that they allowed us to do that with the sword and shield. And I hadn't are you able to do that anywhere else before Heaven's Word? I, I don't remember dying sword and shield ever before. Uh, relic maybe main hands you could die relics you relics you could the yeah i could die my relic okay but the only other thing i know you could die is like some of those the the high-end crafting items like that the crafters actually use i think you could die the lucius okay but that's all i can think of i can't think of a shield you could die but i don't ever use a shield so maybe cool um what about maybe. the music ruby which um I, the music fine uh the music is fantastic i was i was gonna get to the music let me see here where in my notes it, i i do have a lot of notes i'm going off of my <laughs> okay. observations um the music okay the zones having continuous music like 11 is awesome and I wish they had done this before, but I understand why they didn't. I know that 1.0 had continuous music, but it, they didn't necessarily fit the zones. I didn't think, my humble opinion. 2.0 went a different route. Sokin decided he wanted these little clips of stuff that you could chain together and make a song. And they're great. They're fine. Um, and they give a good, and they were atmospheric. Like, they, they lend themselves to the atmosphere. They work with it. But they're not really like full-length songs. Even the dungeons weren't that way to begin with. And then we finally got like full-length dungeon music. And these zones now in 3.0 in Heavensward have this continuous theme that reminds me of Eleven. And it feels like Eleven so much. Did you girls feel 
a lot of Eleven, like a lot of Chains of Promathia or something out of this? I did a little bit. Not, I mean, uh, not overwhelmingly so, but it popped into my head more here than it did throughout 2.0 at all. For sure. Yeah. And it, it, I think it depends on the zone. It depends on what mobs you're looking at. Hint, hint, nudge, mm-hmm. nudge. Lot, there's a lot of Eleven mobs oh, that yes. pop up. So keep your eyes open for Eleven stuff as you progress. But I I did get a, a good 11 feel when I heard continuous music. The music is awesome. The dungeon music is incredible because most of the dungeons, save like one or two, are an arrangement of that zone theme. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all picked up on that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yep. totally like a little arrangement of what zone that that dungeon is is held into. And depending on the zone, sometimes the dungeon music is cool and sometimes it's fucking rocking. Like it's... Like when you get into uh, as law and you get into like the uh, fractal continuum. Oh yeah, that's the one I liked from the dungeon preview. Now you mentioned Kariri that you did not like the jazzy tune, which ended up being the Great Google Library, um, which was kind of an arrangement of the Hinterlands theme. Did it grow on you? Did you ever change your opinion? I honestly, I, I have only been in the library once. And I queued for my clear, I queued an in progress. So I haven't even gone through the whole thing (laughs) with all of the um, atmosphere and everything, you know, so I I can't even be fair to it. You didn't fight the book? I did fight the book. Yes, that's that's where I queued in. Okay, so, okay. yeah, no, that's that's where I started. Um, But it's fun. Oh, yeah, that was great. I had so much fun doing that. But I'm not. I like some jazz music, but that seemed so all over the place to me mm-hmm. that it just, it did not, it didn't really feel Final Fantasy-ish to me first. And then second, I mean, I could see where it kind of goes with the dungeon a little bit, but it just, it was jarring to me. Well, there's there's one in every patch, it seems, and I think it started with Lost City there's one dungeon that's a, like an outlier, maybe not one with each patch, but like Lost City to me fits the same thing as as the great Google Jubal Library, whatever it's called, is that you've got just kind of an oddball zone with a little bit of different music that has a completely different feel than what you're used to in the other dungeons, and it seems a little more spaced out, but it's still fun. But I, I don't know. It just feels like Lost City to me. Maybe it's the pace of the music, the tone of it. What's uh, the maybe snow the zone too? The snow. Yeah, snow dungeon. that's exactly. Yeah, snow cloak is snow like cloak. that. Yeah, that one. I it's beautiful. And Lost City is just beautiful and haunting music. I love that. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorites out it's of just all of them. Different. But it's yeah, it's not different. standard dungeon fair music for sure. And then I think when I understood that it was an arrangement of the hinterlands theme. I had already felt the theme of the hinterlands and I could hear it in the theme of the library. Anyway, that being said, my two favorites, Churning Mists, I think it's Churning Mists is incredible. The daytime and all the piano arrangements for the night. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh I love them. my Amazing. Gosh. The piano. Who needs a piano arranged album? We've got Sokin. I even saw a <laughs> clip of Sokin playing the piano. He was playing the Lost City music, which is my favorite music in all of Final Fantasy fourteen, at least out of Sokin's work and yep. Dungeons. It is my favorite. But Churning Miss is probably my my favorite zone theme out of anything, especially out of the Heavensward stuff, with As a Slaw being a close second because it is 
a rocking robot theme. Electric. I, I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. Well, and the and most of the zones, the music does exactly what I want for zone music. Um, I you know you zone in. You kind of hum along, and then as you're going about your business, it kind of just fades into the background. It's there, but it's not in your ear the whole time. So I, I hear the music, but it's not, you know. And then you you go into, you battle, and then you come back out of the battle, and yep, the zone music. But it's it all of them seem to fit their zones pretty well. I and I also don't really care for the the library music. It I've run it enough though that it kind of it does kind of grow on you, but it's still not my favorite piece. Uh, as this law, for some reason, though, felt like, for some reason, it kind of felt like how many old Final Fantasy games kind of all of a sudden now you're in this weird techie place and it has that weird music. Yelta, you know, that's what it felt like, like to me. It's like the final boss dungeon between somewhere between Final Fantasy IV Tower of Babel and Final <laughs> Fantasy VI, uh, you know, the the uh, the tower there. It it felt so much like this is the kick-ass last zone. I'm going to go fight the last boss kind of thing. Even though it's not the dungeon that leads up to it, it still was. And then you had just all the techie robot stuff and green lasers and all the stuff. And it's kind of an ugly zone. If you really want to be honest, it's kind of an ugly zone because it's all like some gassy and gross. Are, some of the sectors are pretty. Some of them are downright disturbing. Yes. It's yeah. very clashy and you're like, what were the elegance thinking? <laughs> like, how can you look <laughs> at this stuff when you're looking at their technology and things? But it is awesome. I love the music in those zones. Um, the other big thing that I think is coming and... This goes back to way, way back when Yoshida started as director-producer. And he had those four buzzwords. Everybody remembers he has the four buzzwords of what he planned on making Final Fantasy XIV to be. And one of them was live. And we saw the living aspect through the 2.0 storyline with Revenant's Toll as it grew and built upon itself um, patch after patch. Now we have a new zone. I mentioned earlier, I found where all the people went. They went to Idleshire, which mm -hmm. is kind of the new hub in, in Heaven's Word where you can get your gear and talk to NPCs and things. And Idleshire looks like a place that could very well be at the end of 3.0 like a Juno, like a serious big hub wherever all the adventurers will gather and will have a lot of amenities. How do you guys feel about that? Agree 100%. And Yelta and I were even a little further taking it. Some of the places around there look like housing ward. You know, it looks like they could be, it could be the next Revenant's Toll, but it could also be closer to, like you said, a Juno. It could be a settlement or a city of some sort at some point here. I, I do feel like they're going to build on it and they build it to be growing organically with the storyline and stuff. So I think it's going to be great. Um, and I also want to say, if you have not finished the um, quests around Idleshire, you definitely, definitely should. There's there's a couple of them there that really makes you feel like you're a part of Idleshire. And um, I there's one in particular. It's two gentlemen. I'm not giving very much information at all. But um, it's kind of a pain in the ass because you go back and forth. And back and forth. It is the longest quest chain in the game. In the game outside of the <laughs> storyline, yes. But the, but the end kind of made me cry. It so. did me too. I totally cried. 
Yeah, so so make sure you do the quest there, even if it's a pain in the ass and you got to run back and forth. Um, but unlock your flying before you, you know, get too crazy in that zone. Well, and I, I, the first thing I noticed going in there is I can't mount up. It's a city. It is. Yep. It is. Um, yeah. It is definitely a city. Uh, it has its own teleport crystal, but that's it. And that's one of the zones that it's kind of painful because there are there's a chocobo porter. <laughs> But it I doesn't really that. attach oh to much interesting. So uh yeah, it's it's and it's a you know, the the zone outside of it is pretty big. But um no, I think it's definitely the city. They've already placed merchants, they've already placed summoning bells. Um if you run to the back of the city and look out over the cliff, mm-hmm. or it's kind of kind of floating, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. But you know, that they they could build up and out, and in fact, you look at the giant front door you run through, and that's that's epic. Oh right? yeah, that's yeah. A giant epic front door, and I actually have flown out uh, in the connecting zones and taken some pictures because I'm like, someday this is going to be different. That is all I could think of, and I start and and it start. And you already see it change in your quest line. Yes. Um, yeah. Say. <laughs> so I, I think it's definitely might be the new Juno. I, uh, Kariri and I talked about it. it might be someday because I don't think they're going to let us live in uh, Ishgard. No, but I, I could either. see them. I could see them rolling out housing in a zone. I don't want to live in Ishgard if this is a choice. This <laughs> is too beautiful. I yeah, don't want gorgeous. to be. I don't want to be in the snow. Does does the hinterlands not look like what Kawarthus was? It is, yeah. That's what it looks like to me. It's I'm totally what Kawarthus was. But yeah, it's it's kind of kind of mountainy, a lot of pine, like mountainy, gray stone, grassy mm-hmm. fields, a gray blue sky. Um, but we get a lot, you know, rivers and stuff. But I think it's more beautiful than what we we saw in old Kawarthus. And I think you, I think you both hit it. Where you where it could be a zone for the housing as they build across, because not to give too much of the lore, but you could see that there had been previous housing mm-hmm. in an adjacent area. Why why would there not with aetherite crystals and things be able to have a have a housing zone? And this is where I would want it. It's beautiful out here. Well, it, it it's different enough. I mean, Alda has its desert theme, and and you know. Um, Gridania has its nature and flowers and beauty, their theme and like old wood and and you've got Limzo with its beach and its kitty whores on the beach and mm. and you you go to you go to Idleshire it's got a whole different it's like you were saying about you know Quarthus and what it used to be in one point and and it's it's there you know it's it's different enough to hold its own as a city or as a housing area they could really go their own way there in a noticeable fashion and they have swimming pools so oh that's right (laughs) well speaking of the beauty of these zones something i i want to urge people to do is when you find the lookout places take a snapshot look around find the beautiful picture the vista there find what you're supposed to be looking for and take a screenshot i've taken screenshots and left and tried to come back and I think the little dot disappears yes. if you've already done it and that kind of sucks because I want to go back and take the picture some t- place I forgot but one place I did not forget is in the hinterlands it is I guess it would be east of Idleshire that nice big doorway with the shell on the top of it there's a vista there that you can look at it and take a picture 
and I swear it is the most beautiful screenshot I've ever taken in game. It looks like it's done in watercolor. It is the oh. background of my desktop oh. right now. I'll post it for y'all. I think <laughs> I probably could post it on Twitter at this point. You totally should. I want to see it. I don't think it I found that one. Is the sky is like purpley gray. It's just at dusk, but you can see the green of the little shell at the top of Idleshire's doorway. Awesome. So please go to those vistas, take pictures. It's not just for XP. Go take some. You do get XP, so it's actually kind of awesome. But they're vistas for a reason. They didn't just throw darts at a map and say, "Let's put one here." Mm-mm. They're beautiful. Um, rapid fire. The last stuff. Legacy players early in the game, you actually get a little bit of a different dialogue um, than people who did not. I say legacy. I mean people who beat Nail Van Darnus in 1.0. You get a little mm-hmm. bit of a different dialogue um, early on um, than than people who didn't. It's very minor, but it was enough that I recognized it, and hopefully you will too. Um, I didn't mention Falcon's Nest because I thought Falcon's Nest would kind of be the living area until I found Idleshire. Mm-hmm. And you, yep. me, and almost everyone, because like like as soon as I thought, oh man, Falcon's Nest, they're gonna build that I up. I do they, think they it'll talk grow. About- well, I think it'll grow, but they took, but but like I was the second or third person I saw in our free company chat anyway, who was like, "Man, I wonder if they'll build it up, Falcons and stuff like Mordona." And this is like before you even got there, Ruby. So, mm-hmm. and then everybody, and then even that day, someone's like, "Just wait, just wait. You'll know it when you see it." Yeah, yeah. So- I also teared up during that quest chain when they talked oh. about it being buried under snow. Yes. So. Oh, I know. Sad, sad, sad. I miss, I miss 1.0 in that regard. Um, leveling was slow to me a little bit. Everybody talks about all the, or Yoshida talked about the quest will take you there, but there are gaps, but it was different for me. My gap felt more early on. And then when I hit around 67, it kind of snowballed. Like I was cool after that, but a lot of people had trouble between like 68 and, and I'm sorry, 68 until 57. I'm saying sixties, but I mean fifties. Um, I had trouble around 50, uh, I was, I had trouble until about 57 and then it snowballed, but people said they had trouble after 57, 58 getting yep. there. That's where I got stuck. I, 57, I, I had to do, um, like three quarters of a level and then 58, I had to do over half, like three, no, no, 57 I did, I had a quarter of a level left, 58 I had three quarters of a level left, and 59 I had like half a level left, that mm-hmm. that there were no quests. After I'd done every quest in every zone, I had gaps there, so. But you, yours came before that? It did because I, di- I didn't do the quests like I should have, oh, and then okay. I did the quests like after, so I was, oh, there was yeah, somewhere between like, or something there then. was somewhere between like 53 and 55 that I wasn't doing the quest right, like I didn't do quests in Dravnavian Forelands okay. or something, or maybe- and then, and then I started doing quests again when I got around Mogholm, and um, then it, it got better for me, although there's a shitload of <laughs> quests in that area. I had so many level 55 quests that I saved them and did them on my white mage later. Well, that's I, nice. Yeah, I, there was a lot. Well, I still have a ton of 53s than I didn't. Okay, do. yeah. So, but, I, you know, something else, I'd wanted to break the monotony, although quests were the best experience for me. I tried to do fates, but it didn't seem like anybody were doing fates in the Heavensward zones. No, like, they all they abandoned better, almost immediately. They're better experience, but nobody was doing them. It was like me and two other dudes. And it's like, well, what the hell is the point? I'm wasting 10, 12 minutes at a time on this when I could, oh, go to Northern Thanalan uh, and get 14K huh. experience every time I 
you know, 21k, the, 21K oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was just, you know, standing where the other people were and casting holy and that I would do that for like maybe that last one fourth on two or three of my levels. So fix that, Yoshida. That doesn't seem right at all. And where are our personal classes or jobs hunt log? Where they gave yeah, got what rid happened? of that hunt log. Yeah. I was looking for it. Well, In fact, I made a big deal before the servers went down. I had never finished my Black Mage ones. I'm like, oh, I got to get these caught up so that when Heaven's War comes out, I can start on my level 51 ones and there weren't any. Hmm. Lame sauce. Well, quickly, I will also say that although I love White Mage, it feels really fun. I'm enjoying my new toys, which, by the way, White Mage pretty much plays the same. It just has, like, scholar tools. I get, like, a nice little hot bubble, and I get, um, you know, I get a... What's what's that what's that one cure thing? Well, a size, that? yeah. A size, uh, and then that one's the, great. Uh, Tetragrammation, uh, which you get at sixty, really doesn't feel that great to me. Maybe it was great, you know, back when. What's the scholar ability that lustrate? I guess it is the one they nerfed. That like instant heal that nerfed. Yeah. That was like a fourth heal or something, and used a stack, and now it's like seven hundred potency. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I got. Tetragrammation is seven hundred. It's kind of lackluster. I wish they would up the potency on that guy, but um, it's just got more toys. However, and maybe all the cl- uh, the job quests are like this. The story was lame. Mine was horrible. It, it was, was mine just, was not impressive. It was lame. It was like follow the follow the grandchild of the great white mage masters um, apprentice or uh, assistant. So you're following the assistant's granddaughter who's following you as you're cleansing taint. I'm the great taint cleanser. That's what we're doing. Oh white my god. Do. We yes. cleanse taint. Cleanse the taint. Cleanse that taint. That sounds like a podcast. That sounds totally like a title. Is. Cleanse uh, that taint. But uh, that's that was the whole story, and I'm following this this chick around, and and that's really it. And I also didn't. And I heard you guys talk about this in the last episode. They kept moving the mark on me, you yes. know, like so you had to keep going, keep ahead. And I was like, by the time I'm at sixty, I'm hanging out in Azus Law. She's back at, you know, Tail Feather or something, and I got to go. You know, how am I supposed to remember that? Or you know. I, just, I wouldn't mind if they were clearer on the quest, you know, like you can go look up your previous quest and see where it was, but some of them don't show where what zone you were in even. It's like, well, how the hell am I supposed to go back and find her if you don't tell me where she is? But yeah, our quest was just as dumb. I mean, the paladin one, you're literally following some new paladin around and he's finding a set of um, um, AF gear. That's it. That's the Great. whole fucking storyline. It's the dumbest thing. I you needed just, help getting AF gear because I did that shit on Paladin. I know, and it was before <laughs> level sixty. You know, this is like this is ridiculous. So dude, that shit in eleven. Oh god, I was so <laughs> bored with the quest line, and it made me so sad because I am so gung ho Paladin. You know, that it just. I was sad. I was a sad Karibi. That's it. Those are my total observations. Overall, it's been a fantastic experience. I love heaven's word i can't wait for more now i'm back into the the tome grind and the seal grind actually hunts are not bad i've had a good time i've i've seen some a ranks i joined in on one um it doesn't seem like a toxic experience although i have well i've had shouts turned off because i didn't want to get spoiled so maybe it is just as bad but the the amount of hunts that they give you 
Um, and and it being that the hunt marks actually mean something, like using the seals to upgrade your stuff actually means something. I think they've implemented it better this time. So that part's been good. Um, I'm having a blast, and I can't wait to see more. So I'm, I'm going to go another with the hunts. Um, I do. I, they're more bearable to me now. Um, they took the fates out of it, which yep. you know fates are hell and i didn't want to go there so that's a big part of it you know i don't want to stand around and wait two hours for something that may or may not drop to get three freaking hunt marks or whatever um so i i'm liking them better i've been able to do all of mine relatively quickly every day since i realized that they didn't make me want to kill myself anymore but at the same time, I do not, I absolutely do not like having our upgrade items for the best gear in the game as of today, not tomorrow, but today. The best gear upgrade items in the game should not come from the most ridiculously um, casual content in the game, period. That's that's where I stand on that one. Well, and everybody who was hitting the, everybody who was hitting the fates really hard, like that first week, because we're on week. We're at finishing up week two now. Yes. Yep. So I, I think a lot of the people, they're, they're probably better now. But when I was doing, I, I had joined a hunt link shell and everything. And it was still all, you pulled early and pull time is this. And, you know, and, and people getting called out and people, you know, just things being dead as you ran to them. And it was not really that enjoyable. But But you don't need that many... What are they called? Whatever the mark, whatever Bingo. the clan, clan something, somethings, yeah, yeah, which is from so, twelve. Which I oh, did. Yeah, I yeah, also yeah. wanted to mention there is a lot of stuff. This is one last observation. They pulled a lot of stuff from the other Final Fantasy games. Oh, tons of them. There's yeah. one stuff. There's two stuff. There's three stuff. There's four stuff. If you watch all the way at the very, very last bit of the 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 game after the credits. Some place that will go that you got to go in for, I believe, will come come about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot six stuff for sure. Oh yeah. Um, there there's a lot of cool. They mentioned some stuff. They mentioned something from eight. Um, anyway, a lot of stuff. They also didn't do it in a ridiculously overt no. manner. They blended it in in Is ways that, that made all over sense. There? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Is that> <laughs> Yeah. But it wasn't like the lightning fate. Yeah, exactly. No, right? Not at all. all. I can think of is it, it, it made it fit our world, our because I own it. Uh, it made it fit the 14 universe. They didn't shoehorn it in, you know. And there's music and characters and other things, and, and it never really felt, I think we, I said the exact same thing last week. It, it didn't feel like they really had to stretch it to fit it in. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. that sounded really bad. It wasn't cheesy and it wasn't um it wasn't like they forced it in. Yeah. It, it was it was great. Let me reel you back in to the original topic cuz I got us out there on that. You mentioned that the the point values, the seals or tomes, what have yeah. you don't use as much and I even though this is gross to Kariri's effect here to her point there's not as many. It's probably like thirteen hundred or something seals to finish up, to to get all I one eighty on all this stuff, and then about as many tomes. So it's really like you could be done with it in a relatively short period of time if you do your level one, two, and three hunt daily, and you do your weekly one. I think with maybe a little luck from some A or S ranks that you ponder upon, you find in the wild. 
I think you could have it knocked out pretty quick, at least to the eye level 180, which we all know is going to be the lowest bare minimum junk because they're about to load on us all the Alexander yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. We're going to have Alexander. There's going to be a new tombstone soon. And I think that said they said that it'll stuff, have a limit. Yeah, well, and the tom- the new tombstone gear, I think they also said is going to be upgradable also. Then there's Alexander Savage, and you know they're going to put one or two levels of crafted gear kind of in there for people who like to meld and and whatever. So I, you know, I, I this this is the this is the junk welfare gear honestly. I just don't I to Kariri's point, I don't want them to say, "Oh, it's 1200 Centrino marks." Or whatever to to get this because everybody would be at each other's throat trying mm-hmm. to get that those those marks, it's, you know having a hundred here three three hundred or something for the weapon ooh um, that's enough I don't don't tie me into hunts any more than you have to I I hate that it's the single solitary place you can buy it yeah I mean that's or quest it I, or whatever I, my hard line here is, is I want to stop bad behavior before it gets out of hand is my whole point on it because because in this situation yes we're gonna upgrade it next week yes we're gonna or tomorrow even you know yes we're, we're gonna it's not the top it's gonna be you know this is the dark light this is not a big deal gear wise but as of now it's the best thing in the game and they have in the past put the best upgrade items in the game in hunts previously yep and i want them to fucking stop it so i i just i i that's why i put my foot down on this even though at this point it doesn't seem like such a big deal because it's going to be gone over so quickly but it shouldn't be there in the first place i i that's just me though i mean i i i don't want I want to have to work for my gear. I want it to mean something. I want to feel a sense of pride and accomplishment, accomplishment out of earning like it's my gear. something difficult, not something that, oh, I either did or didn't make it to that A rank. Exactly. Yeah. That, it, it just, it, it just, it's too easy, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, what's on tap would be the developer's blog and tracker. Um, the first thread we had was on uh, triple triad tournament adjustments. And um, they put out a message saying, in patch 3.0, we made adjustments to the points earned for triple triad tournaments so you can earn more points when matched against other players. However, as a result, the amount of points earned from NPCs has become lower than what we expected. Therefore, we're currently working to address this issue quickly. After the adjustments, you'll be able to earn the same amount of points you were able to get previously from NPCs. Can I get a hallelujah? Yeah. God, uh, so did, bad. How was yours, Ruby? I didn't even do tournaments the last time. I was so into Heaven's Word. I didn't. There was a tournament that just passed that I, I think I did one game. I, I said, screw it. So I didn't even attempt to. Now, the tournament prior to that, I actually got a good card out of the pack. So I don't want to throw this under the bus just yet but it still grows to me like okay we're gonna twix it tweak it to fix it and we still put it in favor of those who want to you know cheat like, the system cheat I, 
come on. Just get rid of the whole like playing other people thing or make it a different class or something. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. Like I wanted some NPC ranking system where there was like a king and a queen and a jack and a spade and a this and I and I got to like go up like a bracket or something and this is completely different but I guess this is not triple triad the game. This is Final Fantasy 14, so it's just a side game. I just I just wanted more, but as long as the tournament things aren't where the cheaty pants people always get it, I don't even care. As long as I can get some good cards out of it, as long as I can finally get all the cards out of the game, well, my, make it where I can buy some platinum packs or something. Yeah, like well, my thing was, I mean, usually I've gotten 17,000 to 18,000 MGP every single time. And I got less than, oh God, what was it, like 2,000 or 3,000 this time? Oh, I'm wow. like, that is broken. That's just not even. Oh, well, I'm glad I didn't even play Yeah, it. I was never going to do tournaments again. Games. I was just totally not. What's that? It's 40 games, right? Yeah, it was 40 this time. I was just like, that. What a waste of time. Well, that's what the thread said. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. Now I understand that people played 40 games, which. Normally it takes me about an hour. If I sit here, I'll get up like Sunday morning, uh, you know, get a cup of coffee, and I'm like, I'm going to bang out these triple triad things. So I take about an hour. I play. You know, I, I try to play as good as I can. I don't want to lose too many matches. And, um, you know, about an hour later, hopefully I walk away with 18,000 MGP. And you're telling me you walked away with two to three. I would have said, fuck this i'm not doing this again yeah i was pretty much there i was like okay i guess i'm done with tournaments so i don't care about getting cards you know it was just really sad to me um on a separate note with triple triad i want to say who put the triple triad table in our basement me you rock and that is so awesome <laughs> we also have a little um um gold saucer like giant cactus decoration-y thing and and yeah so we've got a little little gold saucer place in our basement now and it's so cool um so go yelta it, it needs better arrangement i'm like i'll slap these down someone else will fix it <laughs> um let's see what else do we have oh um there's a thread it says dark side aura hurts my eyes can't turn it off and essentially um they said, we have relayed your suggestions in regard to the visual effects for Dark Knight's action dark side to the development team. So they're taking a look at it, thank goodness. People are complaining. Uh, they have been lot. quite a bit, yep. Yeah, so that one's, um, I'm glad they're looking into it. Um, they also did another one. There was a thread, please put a retainer bell in the workshop, which I think, please? yes, I think that would be fantastic considering how much crap you have to bring to the workshop for the you know um you know to build your airships Airship or whatnot crafting. you know yeah, yeah. yeah. and grekama said greetings while it won't necessarily be from the free company menu we will be looking into making it so you can check on the status of materials you've collected for company crafting via the timers menu instead of having to go to the workshop each time additionally we'll be looking to see if it's possible to check an airship's information even while it's out on a voyage uh, I thought that would be really cool. The timers menu. I go in there all the time to see what the grand company turn-ins are anyways. Yeah. So yeah, no, that would be, that would be a good place for it. And I think that we could get used to checking that. Well, did you catch something What's in that? that response? They they never answered they the original answer the question. question. <laughs> the original question was, please put a retainer in the workshop and they pull a question from somewhere else That's in the thread true. where somebody else says, 
oh, well, can we view progress and next steps from the free company menu? And Grecomo responds to it, oh, but never says anything about gosh. putting the retainer bell, which is what I hear from everybody. We need a bell down there. You really So do. maybe these little fixes will help you know how much stuff you've got in at any given time and what you need it to. But we need a place to where we can pull them out of the bell so we can put them into the... Maybe know. maybe they want us to use their free company chest. Can we there set is a free company in chest there? in there? Yeah, you got uh, eight, like there's furniture? 81 coke yeah. in there. No, no, can you can you put furniture <laughs> That's there? That's I'm wondering. Know. I don't think we've tried. What in that room? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I Maybe mm, we could I don't put know. a retainer bell in there. But no, it you must not be able to or else people would have already done I it. suppose they wouldn't be complaining about it if they were able to do it, so Huh. All right. Well, so that's one we still need answered, I guess. <laughs> um, they have one more um, comment. They said, please, can we have a flying mount roulette? You know, we've got our mount roulette, our minion roulette. Um, I love this idea because I always use my mount roulette. And now I can't. Um, and Grekama said, I have relayed your request for a flying mount roulette to the development team. Thanks for the suggestions. So that's pretty cool, too. I still want them to give me, can I have the roulette, but let me check which ones go in the roulette. Oh, that'd be... let, let, oh me, yeah. let me pick my favorite four. Yes, because there's a couple of them I really don't like. You, do you it's have any of them you feel like you're slower on? Behemoth. Yeah. Are you yeah just... I don't like Behemoth. I don't like Slepnir, even though I paid good money for him. Yeah, I like my Slepnir. But yeah, I'd like to get my little unicorn more often because I look just adorable on it. But Oh, everybody hated the unicorn. Now everybody's a unicorn lover. No, I... I've been riding the unicorn since day one. I ride my <laughs> unicorn quite a bit. If I can't have my pink chocobo, if my pink chocobo is put away, and if I'm not going to ride my, um, uh, oh my gosh, my, what is that called? My big robot-y thing? Your Magitek? Magitek. If I'm, if I'm not blowing up you know, people with my Magitek, um, then then I always ride my unicorn almost. So okay, so what? So what? So, so informal poll. What's your favorite? Which which which? What's your go to flying mount? I'm such a. I, I want the game to be as easy for me as possible, so I always just use my chocobo because because my chocobo's out because I'm using I'm fighting with the chocobo and then I hop right back on the chocobo. Yeah, if if I'm if I have my chocobo, it's my chocobo. If I am if he's in training, um, it's it's uh Midgar Summer. Oh, I love the Griffin. Do I'm you? Like, I never use my Griffin. Cool. Oh, it's my favorite. That's so cool. The way it flies and the way it looks just. Is when he fl- so holds nice. his wings out, like when oh, you're flying a long distance and he's yes. gliding. Oh, it is it is majestic. See, I like it when Midgar Sermer glides, his just watching the wind current behind his little you know, the back. I keep of thinking I'm gonna get shot down. <laughs> I'm like, some dragoons are gonna come and kill him. Because he's just he's still only medium sized mid midgar somewhere, which is like his tooltip even says that. That's true. That's still true. not the big one. Still I've, not the yeah, big one. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh, there was some there's some funny tooltips. What was one that I read? Oh my gosh, I have to Oh, it's the Gala Cat. Yes. Tool oh my god. Tip. I put that I retweeted that on Twitter today. Yeah, I'm gonna go look it up because it, it's, it's pretty hilarious. Quote unquote masturbation. <laughs> Spoiler. There it is. Alert. Okay. Rumors that the gods kill one of these adorable creatures every time a young man thinks pleasurable thoughts are unfounded. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tool tip on the Gala Kitten. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's see. There's one other thing. There was a new develop 
Harper's blog that came out just today. It was called Alexander the Great Raid. And it says, greetings, everyone. Kamate here, doing my best to keep my excitement in check as I sit here at the office on the eve of patch 3.01. The new dungeon raid Alexander is finally here. Are you ready? Texted screenshots won't do justice, so check out this Alexander teaser before heading into the Colossus. And then they show the Heavensward Alexander trailer thing again. And then it's got the picture of the armor and weapons again. And then it says, speaking of armor, the latest Eorzea collection video is out that shows off the summer lineup of Heavensward fashion. Keep a keen eye out for Easter eggs. Eat hearty and rest well tonight. Tomorrow we enter Alexander. That's right. Yay! Now, is this one... I, I didn't even look at this Eorzea collection. Is this the one that came out a while ago, or is this Yeah, new, this new? was a few weeks back. This okay, yeah, I saw this one. It's in brand new. Yeah, I already... I have it favorited. That's from June 18th, so... Now I know what the hell these places are that they're I know, I should in. totally go back and watch it again now that, you know, it's... We know what... Where they are and some of what they're wearing, I would suppose. Oh, yeah, because that's that's... Very cute. And now we're all watching. Okay. Um, yeah, so that that's just going over Alexander again and getting us all pumped up for it. Um, do we have any? I think that's it for our what's on tap. Um, do we have any shout outs? Any last call? I have one I have one shout out, and this is just out of left field, but last night uh Sin and I were doing a dungeon. I think we were in we might have been in Fractal Continuum, but we were uh, we were doing one, and there were um, we got into a group, and we she's a tank and I'm a healer, and we got into a group, and two black mages were in there, and they were twin Lalafels with the same last name, and they were a couple from the Hyperion server, and I'll butcher the names probably, but it was Kitoki and Shitoki, Mytoki. How cute. <laughs> Kitoki Matoki and Shitoki Matoki. And uh, it was so fun. And it was cute because we're like, are you a couple? We're a couple too. And that's we adorable. Just, we just kind of bebop through. We we did horrible. We beat it, but we were just <laughs> banging around or whatever. It was their first time and we were like, whoa. <laughs> and it was tough. And uh, they were great though. Um, and we just had a blast. It was so cute. And we were like, oh, you know, we can't have each other's friends list yeah i love to friend you but this does it doesn't work like that in this game so bye so shout out to them they were really funny really cute oh and i also skipped um we our happy hour we actually had a um email from uh let's see chief dork zero zero um, he said, I would love for Square Edix to make alterations to the Mana Cutter and Midcurse Armor mounts. Please allow us to drop, drop Molotov cocktails from the Mana Cutter and make <laughs> flying fire attacks from Midgarth Armor. Being able to carpet bomb Mog Home and set the survivors alight would do much towards improving my, my in-game quality of life. Oh my gosh! It's What's this guy got against Moogle. <laughs> he's this probably he's, all the fetch quests. Yep. This is my favorite. He says, "Regards, Brock Samson, aka Koopo Strange Coop, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Hate the Mog." <laughs> <laughs> and he threw a Samson. keep up for good work on there. So thanks for the email. Oh, thanks. Send us more. We love to have email Please. here on the show. 
Um, and then I think it is closing time. Um, as Yelta would usually say, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find us on our Twitter at GTFFXIV or email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Um, our recordings can be found on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash GTFFXIV. And iTunes, you can search for us at Gather Together or GTFFXIV. Um, Ruby, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And Yelta? You can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. And I'm going to try this week. Uh Um, (laughs) We do this once in a while. We're making bets. See if maybe we'll do a blog post. It could happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I think we might wait another week before we start posting spoilers. But um, I'd like to. We do we have a topic we want to cover. Yeah. 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 I don't even remember. Well, hell, by next week we we'll be talking about spoilers anyway. We'll be spoilers next this week. All true. right. So so you can try the blog, but the last post you'll see is like dreams of ice patch uh sumasu sisters.blogspot.com awesome and i am on twitter at kariri sumasu k-a-r-i-r-i-s-u-m-a-s-u and as ruby mentioned next week we're going to hit a spoilerific episode of spoilies spoilers so um if you don't want spoilers don't tune in next week if you want to hear all about what we thought about the main storyline and where things came from and where things are going and who died and who's in charge and you know everything that's going on and everything we learn tune in otherwise we will talk to you later bye 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 bye